0: Hi my name is Emily, welcome to JC's Creek, where I talk about Pacey and Joey as a couple and as individuals. Before I even get started, I want to say that if you have not watched this on YouTube, I highly recommend this, this episode especially. Because there's going to be like two scenes where I basically show the scene in the episode. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I feel like there's so many times where you can... You can hear someone talk about it, but it's not going to be the same. However, it's still going to be on the audio, so if you're listening, don't worry, it will still be on the audio, but I just wanted to point that out there, because it may help you. And lastly, I want to point out, if you are not subscribed to the YouTube channel, definitely go subscribe to there, it's called Jace's Creek Podcast, and if you have not, follow on my Instagram, that's Glitter and Potter. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. This episode is called The Beauty Contest. It came out on May 12, 1998. There are 16 scenes of Joey, 11 scenes of Pacey, and 2 scenes of them together. And one of them is actually of them together, the other one is not really of them together. However, there is one scene where Pacey talks about Joey and I think it's absolutely adorable. There's actually 2 scenes of that, so... That's why I cover the individual in parts because you guys, I'm telling you, this episode is one of my favorites because of it. The first scene that we see is of Joey. Of course, we see her and Dawson in Dawson's bedroom, and Joey is seeing something that Dawson is watching with like ladybugs, and Joey goes, "Ew, what are you watching?" And Dawson says, "A special, a special on insect sexual behavior. A visual aid for my biology." term paper which i don't know how many times they have pointed out biology in this show so far but i just find it so funny and then joey raises her eyebrows kind of smirking at him as dawson continues watching and asks well how does she know which which she is attracted to they both look the same and joey then shrugs and says instincts then she looks down and says unlike people and Dawson did not get this hint because he's like, and people don't find mates by instincts. And Joey then says, meaning everyone goes by whatever supermodel, whatever this month's human specimen. And Dawson then goes, I beg a difference. I don't need an ent- <laughs> entertainment tonight to tell me Drew Barrymore is hot. <laughs> I'm sorry I laughed at this, <laughs> cause we all know it's just hot. But like, dang, okay, Tulsa. Joey then says, "20th century men's are conditioned to worship women who are neuro nur- desired <laughs> hero hear- hear- addicts. In the resumes, they like men who are hotsy, and some cultures they like women who, with nose, with bones in their nose and plates in their mouths. It just goes way." It goes way to sh- to go, Dawson. And Dawson then shrugs and says that she is bridging. And Joey gives him a look. And then Dawson says, you know, maybe there is a truth in what you are saying. But you can't tell me that pure animal instincts doesn't have something to do with what kind of guy you're attracted to, right? And Joey, smiling, then turns around. And she's smiling the whole time with this. And she says, I don't even have in the slightest idea Dawson. Okay. So I love how the show starts out with like in this episode of how like they are <laughs> the bugs are the instincts. And really what Joey is trying to say is Dawson, unlike bugs, you don't get what I'm trying to say to you. And automatically we see that from the beginning of the show. Like, how Dawson does not get Joey and how Joey doesn't get Dawson. And, like, there's this big problem with it. And it's funny to me that Dawson did not get this hint whatsoever. He was saying, she was basically kind of, because we've seen this a lot with Joey. Where she was talking about how Jen had blonde hair and she had a skinny body. And I think Joey knows, like, she's probably never going to be like that in Dawson's eyes until later Especially later in this episode where she puts on makeup and suddenly she's beautiful to Dawson. And it makes me mad because, like, in the beauty of someone else's eye, I never put on makeup. Like, that is personally my... that's just not my thing. I really don't put on makeup because I feel like when you put on makeup, it's like this new version of yourself. And I'm not trying to offend anyone if I do. Like, I'm sorry. But, like, for me, like, when I work with four-year-olds, for example, I... I was gonna put on makeup the other day and I'm like wait a minute no no Emily don't get dressed up for this be yourself and so I go to church without eyeliner and I think one little girl taught me this she looked at me in the face and she went what is on your eye and it just proves to show like you don't need all this fancy stuff like what is that teaching the girls oh you need to put on makeup to be beautiful and I just for me like it makeup is entertaining to like look at but i saw this one girl with makeup on her face and i can't remember her name i don't even think i don't even know if i know her but she was like gorgeous without makeup and then she put on the makeup on and i was like oh like you're still beautiful but i just think that you were gorgeous beforehand i don't know that's just me and how i was growing up as well like my dad didn't let me have makeup till i was like 13 So a lot of this episode, I was like, oh, like, you don't need this to be beautiful. And it's kind of funny how you have, like, all this beauty pageant, and you have to be beautiful to do that. And I think that's kind of what Joey is saying. Like, she's saying, like, you need to put on all this different kind of stuff in order to be, quote-unquote, beautiful. But the truth is, you really don't. We then see scene one of Joey and Pacey. We hear Pacey saying, so your mom is judging for the Leonard Jam day. And we see Pacey, Joey pick up their food, as Dawson says, Yeah, they're going to let me cover for the station. Jen then asked, Who who are these winter jam days? And Dawson explains, It's a yearly event that this yacht club holds, which I think the yacht club is actually the one that Joey worked out <laughs> in season four, which is kind of ironic, the irony in that. Huh. And then I like this part. Because we see Pacey giving his tray to Joey. Don't ask me why that was like the cutest thing. Because he doesn't like, he doesn't wait for her to get it. He just like picks it up and hands it to her. And I'm like, gentleman right there. I see you, Pacey. And Dawson continues by saying, A little, little pageant they are trying to reel in the West's remaining choices. The town should style for their for the season. Joey then says, "It's a blue blood tradition that the so- that the celebration, the grand achievement of being born rich, a a can 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 the associate formal dinner held in the yacht club, where young Phyllis, whose daddy owns the bank, is crowded by Miss Winjam, and it is an architect display for age, for age, for ages." Racism and sexual unknown man. Joey, well, Pacey then looks down at Dawson and says, "Do they have a swimsuit competition?" And <laughs> Dawson says, "I don't think so." Uh, like they're like, "Oh, like there's this beauty pageant, money, daddy, done." I love how Pacey's just like, "Do they have a swimsuit competition?" <laughs> and then Pacey then says, "You know." Maybe I can get one of those guy who. Maybe I can be one of those guys who warms up the girls before they go on the stage. And we hear Jen laughing and Joey just looking the other way as she says, It's no porno, Pacey. Jen then says how her mom used to be <laughs> in the pageants. And Dawson then threw her. He's like, Did you throw a lit up in the air? And la di da da. And he was like, you should enter like and then Joel jen rolls her eyes because not only did he like kind of make fun of her but then like said that you should enter and he's like yeah you're beautiful like you would win and i love the whole time how Pacey's is just like sipping his drink like if i were you i would shut up like he didn't really look at him like that but you could see it on his face and joey just walks away angrily because she's like okay still doesn't see this and Dawson explains how the prize dollars and it, it how if you enter and you win, there's, like, prize money involved and there's a trip to New York. And Pacey's face just looks like, hmm, really? I think, huh, yeah, that's nice. And then Jen told Dawson to enter since she knows how he likes to keep world pay- peace. And then, like, she walks away. And... Pacey says while sitting down away from Dawson says backsides and describes as compliments. It's a really knowledgeable approach in the winning back of a woman's affection. And Dawson says, Well, I give I gave everything a shot that I didn't know what else to do. Like that's that's all you got, Dawson. Hmm no wonder Joey didn't stay with you. Pacey then says Why don't you just get over her man? She has and Dawson then says, "You know, I think I have gotten over it. I don't know winning. I don't know winning her back involved. I, I didn't know that winning involved winning her back involved some our hobby, which I think was very creepy of him to say that." Then we see scene two of Joey. We then see Joey work working as Jen is sitting there and asks school and joey then says as tourists goes and so do the tips jen asked that bad joey then said let me put it this way higher education for me will no longer will no will be no further than capeside community bur- bur- Institution." and jen then tells her you're smart you can get a scholarship joey then says yeah but i can't bank on a full one Jen then tells her, look, now that the Providence Wedge recently referred to as Dawson Leary is no longer between us, we can actually be friends. And Joey just kind of gives her a look. And Jen says, I know, I know, it's a bizarre concept, but we may find that we may have something in common other than the boy next door. And Joey looks away, and Jen says, okay, or not. And Jen gets up and she was about to leave, but then Joey says, We don't have to wash each other's hair or do each other's nails, do we? I love how, like, that's the first thing she thinks. And Jen just smiles at her. Scene 1 of Pacey. We then see Pacey at a skincare, and he's throwing things on the floor, and Dawson then walks over and says, Pacey, Pacey then finds his... I can't find my pin. And Dawson then grabs it for him as Pacey then took it and... Dawson goes, you okay? And Pacey then says, oh yeah, sure. Just just spent the, mor- the entire morning with my father telling me what a, what a scholastic in- t- athlete challenge under a tree for a loser I am. I'm fine. And Dawson then goes, he said that? And Pacey then says, looks at him and says, yeah, first he goes on, on the dealing biology thing. And then he goes straight into the skipping, t- skipping school to do provident things. And Dawson then says, you forgot stealing the car thing. And Pacey, his, his poor, like this poor boy, for like his forehead just creases. Like you can tell when he's angry because his forehead. And Pacey then says, I prefer to call it borrowing. It's not like I killed anyone, alright? And if I have to hear the words one more time. Why can't you be like your brother Doug one more time? My head is going to explode. Oh, I've always said like his hand expression and this was funny. And Facy then says Oh and Dawson then says, Well, you are more than welcome to crash at my home for a few for a few Dawson. Like <laughs> alright. I love how like this show only shows like maybe a few times like you can kind of see like there was this one episode in season three where pasty had to crash on dawson's bed for a few days because of his dad but like why didn't dawson do more like that was just my question if he knew what was happening and he saw this i think this is really the first like we heard like every so often of like what Pacey's dad has gone, but this was like the first time that we really heard of Pacey's dad and like how he reacted to this kind of stuff. And did he not react with the whole tomorrow thing? Like, was there no topic on that? I'm still amazed by that. That will forever amaze me. And I still like, I still think it's kind of funny, like how much Pacey's dad didn't care. Like I know, like that's common. But this scene really shows, like, how much Pacey and his dad don't get along. And I know that's a lot, like, very common for many people with their whole dad situation. And I know a lot of people that don't have good dads. But I have a good dad. Um, For me, I do. And I think, like, it's kind of hard to understand. But, like, if you put me in a situation like Joey, for instance, where she, like, talks about her dad and alcoholism and then you put like or a mom or something and then i'll understand it i'm kind of more like jen for example because i kind of understand where she's coming from but like literally there's no mom problems it's always just dads and i find that really funny and dawson after dawson said he can crash at his place for a few Paisley then says i was thinking of something a little more permanent and Dawson then laughs and says, Pacey, forget about it. Your father is is never going to let you move out of ha- his house. And Pacey just looks so sad as he says, Actually, he told me as, as soon as I want to become an improclamation minor to just show him where to sign. Damn. <laughs> like, when I hear that kind of stuff, it makes me wonder, like, I wish that we saw Pacey's dad in Season 1. Like, we see it more in Season 2, because Season 2 was more the, invi- like, individual parts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always say, a couple in as individuals. So, Season 2 will be more the invi- individual parts. But, like, honestly, I wish that we saw it a little bit more in Season 1 to kind of, like, get the, like, more into it. But, I don't know, that's just always me. I'm more into, like, the drama kind of side. But, at the same time, I'm like, this was a good enough drama. And Dawson then looks at him a little sad as Pacey continues. And he hands Dawson a newspaper and says, check this out. Personal ads, to $250 a month. And Dawson says, that's Mel Street. Capeside only tournament. And Pacey then says as he walked to the locker, well, it beats the litter family house whores, family household, doesn't it? And Dawson then says as Pacey is picking up his stuff, how are you going to pay for this brooch investment ba- bachelor party? And Pacey says, well, that's, that's the problem, isn't it? With my video store wage, I couldn't afford a two-man tent. You don't need an assistant for the beauty pageant, do you? And this is what I always wondered. How did Pacey afford the boat for three months? Like I always wondered that. Dawson then says Pacey Dawson then says Pacey closes his Gawker. I yeah, I'm not getting paid. The only person who, who's making any money off this is little Miss Lynn Jammer herself. And Pacey takes the newspaper as he says, Well, will toss me my tiara into the rink. You know, a five hundred dollars reward. That would get me into one of those es- exponential bachelor pads downtown. And Dawson then says, Yeah, well, I'm afraid your God abil- God-given ability to re- reveal yourself standing up is going to get you out of this one. And Pacey then says, Once again, se- sexual de- demonstration, re- reviews its ugly head but wouldn't that just piss my dad off <laughs> i love how we see him like smirking and walking away like wouldn't that just piss my dad off if i just went to the beauty contest i think that was just the main goal was just to really just make his dad super duper angry joey we then see joey and jen in the cafeteria and we hear jen say you were the prettiest girl in the school i don't just kind of looks uncomfortable as jen says i don't get why every single time i give you a compliment you look at me as though i'm hitting on you and joey then brushes her hair through her fingers as she says i don't know i guess it's because it makes me feel a little uncomfortable that's all and i get why Joey like that especially like since her family was just kind of messed up and i bet she didn't get that many compliments i mean we've seen bessie in her and she gives bessie gives like some amount of compliments but not like a lot you know what I'm saying so like I get that and I I'm the same way like if it wasn't for my best friend I probably would have not been this confident <laughs> and yesterday I saw her and she gave me a hug and I was like absolutely not do not touch me and I think it's just me and I just get very uncomfortable and Jen is exactly how my best friend is because Jen then asks why and Joey then says I know I'm not pretty stop it this is what i was talking about in scene, in scene one like joey knows that she's not pretty in her head she's not in this girl is top-notch gorgeous but like in my and the character's head like this she's not pretty and i love jen's response to this because jen honestly i wish that we saw more in like the other seasons but this like especially is one of my favorite scenes of jen and joey and I also didn't realize that people shipped Jen and Joey together. Is that just me? Like, I kind of feel stupid for not realizing that. Jen then says, you know, it's funny, Joey. When I was dating Dawson, I was petrified that any day he would take the blinders off and realize how gorgeous you are. And Joey then said, Joey then sighed and said, yeah, you're right. When, yeah, right. When guys look at you. They think, wow, what a babe. When they look at me, they think, hmm, gee, she's tall. And Jen then says, you know, I think you should enter the Miss Winter, Winter pa- Jammer pageant. Joey then stares at her like, what the heck? And she says, what are you, on drugs? Jen then says, no, I'm serious. I will coach you. You could easily take the, that, that, that that evening gown competition and the in it, inanimate it, in part that would slam drunk, dunk for you joey joey then says let's not get overboard on this let's be friends female bonding thing okay jen i hate that scene so much and this just proves that joey Just plainly does not have that many girlfriends. Like, it just shows in this. And Jen then says, as Joey rolls her eyes, Joey, come on. You might actually find that we have fun together. Joey then says, I wouldn't de-crouch myself, de-guard myself. And Jen then says, One night of your life, $5,000, Joey. I say that's a pretty responsible college nesting. Don't you think so? And Jen does Joey just looks in very very deep thought as she that scene ends. We then see scene two of Pacey and Joey. We then see Jen and Joey walking up to the yacht club, and Jen says, "Come on, Miss America. Joey then, as they're walking up, and the line says, "Why do I feel like I'm gonna be sent to some women movement back in the 20, back twenty years?" Jen then says, well, if I were you, I would start filling those Ivy League applications. The competition does not look like much. We then see the signups with Pacey and Dawson up in the front, and we hear Pacey him yelling, this is unconstitutional. Then a woman says, I love, and I love how there's like cast, (laughs) there's like newscasts around, and Dawson's just smiling at Pacey. And the woman says, I assure you, Mr. Weather, that there is nothing constitutional that says and you have the right to enter this pageant. Pacey then yells, Yeah, and there is nothing in your rule book that says I can't. Huh? Take a look. And then the woman then says, as they were checking, like, check if there is nothing in my not idea. And then Dawson then sees Jen and Joey and says, Jen, Joey, wait up. Just leave her friend right there. That's fine. So, what are you guys doing here? What does that look like they're doing here, from Dawson? Like, I'm sorry, but like, Dawson, do you, um, do you not know what this is or something? And <laughs> we hear, and then Jen then asks, "Are you kidding me?" Pacey is going to enter the Miss Winjam, winner, Winjam pageant, and Dawson says, "As." They are walking downstairs and then Jen hands Jen, Jen hands Joey a pen and Dawson explains Why not? Last year Ashley Elliot decisively sued to join the boys football team. I think it's one of those intern things that Pacey has inter things that Pacey has ever done. Um no. He pulled the gender gap wide open. <laughs> It is true. Jen then says, "Well, I guess we know that's that's what it ends for you, Dan, Dan Rather." And Dawson says, "Tell you, tell me about it. All I normally get in the mention of eleven o'clock news. Now I actually get a full shot of a feature story. So I decide." And then he looks at Jen and says, "So you decided to join the pageant after all." And Jen says, no, I'm just a coach here. And Jen, and Dawson, of course, asks, who are you coaching? And the look on Joey's face was just, like, there was, there was no expression in this. And she just looked dead a little bit like, um, me? And then... Jen looks over at Joey, and Dawson finally gets the memo, and he is. He just has a shocked look on his face, and Jen says, well, look, uh, I'll see you guys later, okay? I'm just gonna watch Pacey make ass out of himself. Then we see scene four of Joey. You then see Dawson as he laughs, and he says, very funny. Is this some type of spoiler for the paper? And Joey then turns the other way, and thousands like get out joey potter entering the beauty passion this is a classic and joey pushes back her hair and says oh i see you think i'm barking car chaser that a d student with a serious with the silk so haircut has a better shot than me thanks a lot <laughs> I love how she points out the haircut. Joey then walks away and Dawson goes after her and he says, Joey, no, I know I know how you feel about these things. This is not you. Why didn't you tell me? And Joey then says, Because I knew you make me feel like an even bigger idiot than I already am. And believe me, Dawson, no one's laughing harder than I at this than me. But unfortunately the opportunity to win $5,000 no matter how slim or how mutiny or how lecherous my chances are, you know how you know money has to take pri- privacy over everything, including my pride. So, and Joey's about to walk on the steps and Dawson stops her and says, Joey I didn't know how serious you were about this, I mean you kind of caught me by surprise and Joey's face fell again the whole time that he was saying this. And she turns and walks and tries to walk the other way. And she says, you know, I'm glad you find my pathetic life so amusing, Dawson. Dawson then says, Joey, come on, you're my best friend. I'll never laugh at you. And Joey says, you just did, Dawson. Burn! And... The reason why this is probably my favorite scene of all of them is i love the fact that joey says you just did dawson like it kind of like reminds me of like two episodes ago in episode 10 and there's a big difference between pacey and dawson in this one especially this i feel like with pacey he was like oh you're gonna you're gonna go out in the world you're gonna be completely fine and i feel like Pacey didn't really say anything to Joey, but I feel like if there was a moment where they needed to talk about it, I feel like they probably would have been supporting each other. However, both the two did not say anything to each other about this. It was kind of funny to me because I'm like, um, so now that they were going to talk about this. And I feel like... In a lot of ways, it goes back to the kiss because the kiss was kind of awkward. And it goes back to the first scene that we saw them. I feel like in this episode, especially a little bit in last episode, they were kind of gentle with each other. But last episode, they act like nothing really happened. However, in this episode, you see more of Pacey being sweet to Joey. And Joey kind of like, like him taking the plate. And I don't know. There was a lot of scenes where I'm like, oh, like... I get that. Like, I understand that. But in another way, I'm like, hmm. What? What? Let's see scene two of Pacey. We see Pacey at the yacht sitting up, sitting with the other ladies who are talking about him. And he's just smiling. I love how he, like, he knows it too. Like, he's just smiling away. And then one girl sits, sits behind him. But, and he says, well, if this isn't, well, if it isn't Hannah Ville winning of the Barlow Hot." Harbor Bow Winnings. Oh, tongue twister. And Hannah Go then says, Pacey Weather, let me guess. You're here washing dishes for the Renew Work Study Program for, for Cape Side underprivileged youth. And I love this lady. I don't know what. I don't even know who she is. Like, I look her up and I'm like, she looks so familiar. But then I realized she was not familiar whatsoever. I thought she was like this girl from 15. This I don't know. But probably she wasn't. And Pacey, in a fake voice, says, Oh, that's so compassionate of you, Hannah. And then he goes, So, the Swiftboard, so how's the Swiss board school? Boarding school. And Hannah goes, It's Connecticut, you moron. Wait, you're the guy entering this contest? Figures. Class clowns of Capeside High. And then his face, like, completely falls on this. And... She continues by saying, you know, I never figured for a pre-op transsexual, but now that I think about it, you in the evening gowns, high heels, such a bad joke that would never slide in the 2021, because you know, people would take everything seriously, and I think that's what makes 90s shows so much better than like 2000 2000- any shows, because I feel like in Everyone takes everything so seriously, and I know there was like big thing in the '90s about this, like being very sexual and that kind of stuff. But like, it's a TV show. You don't have to watch it, people. Like, i not always say that to like anybody about social media. Like, you don't have to watch it. You realize that, right? We then see a woman walks up, and she says, "Welcome, ladies." And then Pacey raises his hand, and he goes, "Mm-hmm." And she, the woman goes. And gentlemen, and then continues. And she says, I'd like to welcome you all to for the 40th, for the 35th annual Miss Winter Jam pageant. The rules of the pageant are listed clearly in your handbooks, which will be completely revised next year. And I love how Pacey's just smiling. And then Hannah says, So, Pacey, what are you doing to, to, going to do for the contracts competition? Re- reset the alphabet? Jack a car? And Pacey says, with this very cute special face, and tells the other girls, You know, ladies, I think Hannah, Miss Conigua, Con- 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 what Con- What do you say? And Hannah says, You are such a buffoon. B- 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 whatever that is. Then we see scene 5 of Joey. We then see... Jen coaching Joey at her house and Joey has a book on her head and I I like this one because Jen's really trying to teach Joey how to do it and she's giving her confidence too she says Joey working in high heels is probably the hardest thing don't don't worry you're doing great and we see Joey just kind of sitting there for a minute and struggling and then the book falls off her head and Joey then sits down at the table and she looks at Jen and she says, Why are you doing this? And Jen says, Well, po- pose and grace is very important for the judges and consider sit on your height. And then Joey says, No, I mean, what's in it for you? I mean, the fact that I've been a first class bitch to you since the day you got here is pretty much public knowledge. And then Jen says, In New York, I didn't exactly have a lot of girls, okay? I mean, I never had close girlfriends, and as far as I can tell, neither have you. I don't know, don't you, I don't know, don't you ever feel like you're missing out on something? You guys, this is what I've been saying the whole entire season. Like, literally, the whole entire season. Jen even knew this. Like, Jen knew that Joey needed a friend, and she supported Joey, like, It didn't matter if Joey was being like, oh, I'm going to get Dawson eventually. It didn't matter about all that. Like, Jen really was, Jen was so selfless in this episode. And I absolutely loved it. We didn't see Jen, Joey say, well, why don't you go hang out with the Cape Side Prep Clubs? Which (laughs) are cheerleaders. And it's ironic because she does. And Joey says, I mean, associating with me won't exactly send you to popularity points, soaring up with that social ranger scale. And Jen says, the same reason you and you don't, alright? There's a bunch of mentally un- arrested airheads. You don't know, pursuing with me, as much as misguided as your perception of yourself. Well, you're going to have to work on your self-esteem issues, and I love how she just takes her arm. Up and then she like points like pulls her up and puts the book back and she says but first back to the basics come on I really I really love Jen in this episode I don't know how many times I could say that i really really love Jen in this episode three of Pacey we see Pacey singing in the Leary's house starts spreading the news dun dun, 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 dun. I'm leaving today, I want to be a part, and then Mitch then stops him and says, uh, Pacey, can you do anything else? And Dawson then says, we can work on the talent part later. <laughs> I felt they he just, like, totally, just told him that he was basically talentless. And there was, like, two people have told him, well, three people, have told him that he was talentless. Talentless in those episodes so far we're probably only like three scenes of pacey and and like 10 scenes so far and, and it's funny to me because i'm like yeah okay and i i just i find that funny and then dawson says but what are we gonna do about the evening wear and pacey then says well actually i could get my hands on this tasty little pur- prover's numbers that my sister wore as a bridesmaid. And Dawson then says, Pacey, if you want to win this thing, you gotta take it seriously. If you win, the press is gonna get all over it. Seeing it, I mean, this could be international news. And Mitch says, I mean, by breaking this experiment, you could be a politician advisor, challenging the social, social stereotypes. And then Pacey, my spirit animal right here says i kinda of just wanted to make some extra cash <laughs> i love how mitch said it too like he was like yeah i mean you could be this like kind of jokingly and then mitch just laughs at him and i just like how pacey, pacey just says it so funny to me i just wanted to make some extra cash we then see scene six of joey we then see joey and jen at looking out jen's window to dawson like to dawson's house and joey then says so what's going on with you two jen then says me and dawson and joey kind of went like yeah like nodded her head a little bit and she said we're we're just trying to figure things out you know i mean it was a little rough for a little while but we got we got time it's not like he's going anywhere and then jenna so So what's going on with you and Dawson? And Joey then says, what about us? And Jen then says, well, you know, I was just wondering. I mean, now that he's available and everything. Joey, I love Joey in this part because she just, she, I just like how she kind of knew that this was what Dawson saw her as. And she said, Dawson will always see me as the as a ganky little girl down the street with band-aids on her knees and one braid falling out. I don't know, maybe that's how it's meant to be. And that's exactly how Dawson always saw her. And Jen says, I don't know what to say. Plenty of fish in the sea, right? And Joey then says, yeah. Then we see scene four of Pacey. We then see Pacey throwing an apple, don't know why he's throwing an apple, but I just thought that was really funny, um, in the living room, and Dawson then says, have you talked to Joey lately? And Pacey says, no, not since our night of naked face-sucking, and Dawson makes a face, and so Pacey obviously adds, I'm kidding, why? And you can tell that, like, it's kind of sad that Dawson really did want to talk about that Paisley really wanted to talk about this with his best friend. And he couldn't because of how Dawson felt about Joey or whatever. Because it was queer. And, and this is what he says. He says... Dawson says, she's acting... She's acting cool, but she's avoiding me. And Paisley goes, and? <laughs> I love how Paisley just goes, Anne. And? Dawson, she's avoiding you because you laughed at her this morning. (laughs) Like, I would be avoiding you if you did that to me. Dawson then says, and I don't know what to do. I miss her when she's not around. And Pacey says, oh, at last, the moment of truth. Well, thank God. Maybe we can all go home now. And this is what I'm talking about with Pacey and his emotions towards jealousy towards Dawson. Like I feel like Pacey was just very jealous towards Dawson so many times in this show. And this is the first I like this one. He and Dawson then says, Pacey, I know you're obsessed about with this little theory of yours. But the truth is that I never gone through I never thought of Jelly in a romantic contents. I always thought of her like as a little sister, <laughs> I don't think I would ever get past that. If Joey and I got together, it would be a little and and a solid and a solid. Joey was right. That's exactly how he saw her, and this, this is why I know this is only season one, and I get that. But first of all, Dawson always saw her as this little girl, and. Joey even said it in the first... Like, that first time she said it. Like, he will see me as the girl with the band-aid needs and the one hair falling out. And I feel like as much as we see Dawson and Joey is supposed to be soulmates, like, you're my soulmate. La-di-da-di-da. We hear that a lot in season three and all the other seasons. But especially in season one, we don't hear that very often. And if you're going to start the whole show with i know you you're my best friend we're supposed to be together like no you don't like and this scene you said if you saw her if you would got together with her it would be weird that's basically what you're saying and i love pacy's response to this so he he said so what you're saying is you don't want to be with you don't want to be with her but you don't want anyone else to have her either and this my friends is proof prove that Pacey had some type of feelings still for her and I feel like Pacey will always have those feelings for her no matter what season it was like season two obviously he was with Andy but there is a lot of things that I'm going to point out with that as well and I feel like when you put those two together like Dawson and Joey ending up together in season this end of the season and i feel like that's weird altogether there was a lot of red flags which i'm definitely going to drop out in season and in the next episode because there was this big red flag and i don't know if anyone else noticed it but we're talking about that later but in this episode i really feel like there was a lot of things that were happening with how dawson was feeling towards jelly and joey was feeling towards dawson and dawson suddenly had random feelings and I just love how Pacey just came out straight up. He's just so honest, and he just says whatever he feels, and I respect Pacey so much for that. Cause, like I said in season ten or episode ten, where he like he was a man and he just went up to Dawson and he was like, "I like her. I want to kiss her," and I, or something. He said, "or something," and that always blew my mind because I'm like, Dawson. Never did that. Dawson never ever 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 admitted his feelings towards Pacey. And Pacey is not really right about who likes who. And you can tell. And it's just funny to me because I'm like. How does Dawson not see this? Scene 7 of Joey. And this is a very very short scene of Joey. We then see Joey and Jen in line. And Joey sees Dawson doing the interviews. And she says wait a minute. Dawson's doing the interviews and Jen says don't worry it's just a pre-interview okay they're they're having everyone put on a tape for the judges to see don't worry this stuff is not live on stage in the pageant and you can tell where this is gonna go we're down to see five of Pacey and yeah Pacey says hey you want to see the pra- Pacey team great great, and pull a rabbit out of his hat and Hannah says oh a magic cat. how appropriately juvenile of you and Pacey then says you know all the sexual tension really can't get, be good for your c- complexion what do you say you and I in the backstage and do something about it and Hannah says please I just ate and then we see scene six of Pacey and I put these separately because they were separate in the show. And then we see scene six of Pacey, where we see Pacey say, But if I had another chance, but you already had your chance, didn't you? And Hannah says, Yeah, I already turned you down once in the fifth grade. And Pacey says, Actually, you stood me up. And Hannah says, Whatever, Pacey, let me ask you something. Do you think in a million years you could win this thing? I mean... What is the point in this? And Pacey says, well, I maybe don't have a chance of winning. And then he pulls out, like, a flower and gives it to her. Which I find this absolutely adorable. The fact that he gave her a flower. Like, gentleman over here. How many times am I going to say that Pacey Witter is a gentleman? Because he is a gentleman. But if I could just take one vote away from you and make you and make you know what it's like to feel like a loser then this is all worth a lot, worth a while which i think that's where by pacey is kind of doing it at first like at first he's doing it for money but then i think he's really just doing it for hannah just to kind of prove her wrong and then he's proving his dad wrong and then he's proving everybody wrong because even in episode one where Nelly was calling him what whatever happened to her? Like she just disappeared. That was a random thought. But like honestly, like there were so many people from the very, very beginning calling him a loser. So what changes this right now where he is entering into this pa- pageant show that is made for girls and everyone's telling him that he is not gonna do well, he's not gonna do great, like there's so many things that could go wrong and he, he starts to believe it in the middle of it. But like, in this moment, he was like, you know what? If this is my chance to prove that you're a loser, I'm going to go for it. And that's the attitude that I want. But I can never succeed in it. We then see scene 8 of Joey. We then see Joey sitting down for her interview. And Dawson asked, if you can commit one act without consequences, what would it be? And Joey... Joey, also being my spirit animal over here, says, I robbed a bank so I wouldn't have to be here. <laughs> Me too, Joey. I felt that. And Dawson then says, be serious. Let's get through this, okay? And Joey agrees, and Dawson asks, "Um, what example would you like to set for your children? And Joey then answers, I guess I would want them to treat like other, the way as others would want to be treated. It sounds simple, but... It's pretty much. It applies to everything. This is why we love Joey. That statement right there. And Dawson asks. Who's your inspiration role model or mentor in life? And Joey says. I guess I don't really have one. I always depended on myself. Ding 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 ding. This is what I'm saying you guys. Okay. So one thing I noticed about Joey. Throughout this whole show. Is how much she really. She doesn't she doesn't rely on anybody and this goes back to season three where Pacey was like ask me to stay ask me to stay ask me to stay and she didn't ask him to stay at first and I think this is one of the reasons why because like there are so many people in life where they would like leave and I think that's the best part about life is you just expect them to leave because if they weren't gonna leave and they're just gonna stay your whole life like I had this friend Best friend, she's still my best friend, and she and I did not become like we stopped being friends in like ninth grade over this silly reason. I don't know came even explain to you now. And someone asked me the other day on my Instagram, Isn't like didn't dog didn't Pacey break guy code? And I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and I'm just like, No, he absolutely didn't. because Sometimes friends that you think are going to stay there forever are just the friends that are going to leave you eventually. And I think that's one of the hardest parts, especially if it's a family member or if it's really someone you looked up to. Like I had this person I really looked up to and she just ghosted me and I'm like that's nice. Thanks for being a good encouragement. Or there are people in your life that are meant to be there for a certain amount of time. And for example, when I first became, when I first went to church, there was this guy, he's the youth pastor. And I was very, very close to this youth pastor because he helped me get saved. He helped, he baptized me. Like There were so many things going on. And so, honestly, I don't know where I would be without him. And so when I, I was walking with the, with the, like, walking to get something for a 4 year olds, and I saw him in church, and I was getting really excited, and I got really nervous, and so I walked up through to him, and the first thing that came out of his mouth was, do you guys know Emily? And when he was talking to someone else, and he was like, do you guys know Emily? Like, Emily was, like, she was, she is such a good girl, like, da-da-da-da, and I'm just like, and she came into, like, this very young woman, and then I started telling him about my life and, like, what's been going on. And it reminded me if you focus on who's going to be there in the next five years, ten years, and my <laughs> my guidance counselor told me this in like sixth or seventh grade. She was like, if it isn't going to matter now, then it isn't going to matter in a year. And I'm like, you know what? That's a good point. But if it matters to me now, then I'm going to do the best I can that will help me and get through my life like this podcast for example don't know where it's going to take me however the best part about life is you just kind of roll with it and so the next question that Dawson asked her were, was where do you see yourself in five years and Joey answered I don't know in in some romantic adventure or on a day, doesn't or in safari in Africa I don't know a research boat on its way to Antarctica. And you know, instead of supporting Joey in this, Dawson asked, When you talked about getting out of Capeside, I thought you meant like Boston University. I mean, the pol- polar ice cap is pretty far away. Dawson, not everything applies to you. Like, I'm sorry to say that, but like, and this goes back to the Paris thing, like, every single time she wanted to go to Paris, he would always somehow make it about himself, and I'm just like, Dawson, stop it, it isn't about you, it's about Joey and how she is feeling, but no, you had to make it all about you. And Joey's answer to this was, well, that's the point. And I feel like Joey knew that, like, this was how he was going to react, and so that's why she didn't tell him about it. And Dawson said, yeah, but there are things you'll miss. I mean, family, friends. And I hate when people say this. Like, when I'm about to move in a year, people are always like, but what about me? And I'm just like... At first, I did think about other people, but then I realized, I'm like, it doesn't matter. And Joey said what I'm thinking. She said, of course, but life goes on, and things change. And it's so true. It goes back to the thing I was talking about earlier, but the whole, like, people will come in your life and people will leave in your life, but you have to make that decision of where you're going to go. Because, um, there was this, okay, for example, my family wants to move to Florida, and I'm completely okay with that, but my grandparents, they like jenna my stepmom's side she she they were like well i don't want to move because my my stepmom's sister's son had a baby and so they don't want to move because they don't want to leave the little baby and i remember my stepmom saying people are going to leave without you eventually like they're never gonna wait for you. They're never like they may think about you, but they're never gonna wait for you. And it just made me realize that things do go on, things do change, and that's one of the scariest parts about life. But yet it's so beautiful to watch like things change and things go. Like it's like seasons. Like you have a starting mile season for a little bit, but like fall for example. Quick it goes quick for me over here. And No matter what season you're in, it's just, things change. Things move on. And Dawson says things don't have to. And I used to be in that mindset, but now I'm like, oh. Like, I'm really bad at this mindset. And I know Dawson probably is. Like, you have to move on from your life. You have to continue going on. And Joey says, yes, they do. Everything changes eventually. That's the way life is. And you can't, you have no control over it. Like, suddenly... The people you think who are always going to be there—they disappear. You know, people die and they move move away and they grow up. Everything changes eventually, Dawson. And we just see a zoom in Dawson's face. But I'm I'm dead serious. Like I generally think that like Joey is so like she knows that things are going to change. Her mom died. Her dad went to jail. She's living with her her with Bessie and her black boyfriend because that was a big deal at the time and they had a baby and joey is living in her living room like and episode 10 joey said look around you pacey like this is my life this like if i don't get a good scholarship this is what my life is gonna be and so i think joey was really nervous because there's no one in her family that has gone to college like they don't say it quite yet but like literally that's why she's so nervous about going to college and i feel like this part of joey kind of comes out a little bit in episode 10 but it's mainly that's that's i think from like episode like eight ish or seven ish to like now as soon as tomorrow left really it kind of showed pacey and joey's personalities and honestly i like it a lot and i feel like there's a lot of things that really do need to be said and this this especially but things do move on like her mom died her dad went to jail and we see more about that next episode and generally i feel like season one was just that way of prepping us to what was going to happen in season two but generally i'm confused now i think i just confused myself anyway scene nine of joey we then see joey in the dressing room with jen and Joey says, I look like a dweeb. And Jen says, no you don't. And Joey says, everyone's gonna laugh at me. And Jen says, oh, I forgot. And she hands her Vaseline and says, I want, I want you to put this Vaseline on your teeth, okay? And Joey asks, why? And Jen says, trust me, alright? It keeps your lips from sticking from sticking to your teeth while you, when you smile. And Joey... I love Joey and her dress and like the way her hair was propped up. And Joey says, Wait a second, I have to smile? You never said anything about smiling, <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Me too, girlfriend. Me too. Scene 7 of Pacey. We didn't see Pacey in a closet. May I add? I found that very funny. Like, everyone was in a dressing room and Pacey was just stuck in a closet. And we see Pacey, like, kind of. Like, bending down, putting on his clothes and stuff. And Dawson walks in. And before Dawson could say anything, Pacey said, If you even make one joke about coming out of the closet, I swear, I... And then Dawson says, I can't. Man, it's too obvious. (laughs) Let me get that. Let me get it. And then he helps Pacey with his suit. And he said, let me get that. And as Pacey is getting... As Dawson is fixing Pacey's suit, he said, "Tell me the truth, man. Do you think I'm a complete fool for doing this?" And I love Dawson's answer to this. He says, "When did you start considering yourself a considering yourself a public opinion?" And then he says, "Pacey, I think you got a Tesco skill for still for doing this." And Pacey says, "Really?" And Dawson says, yeah, and then throws him a jar of Vaseline and says, my mom said to put that on your teeth. And Pacey asked, why? <laughs> I love Dawson's reaction to this, because it's just such a big difference to the girls and the guys. And he says, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> like, I don't know what that was. We then see scene 10 of Joey. And this is what I'm talking about. If you have not watched this on YouTube, definitely go watch it now because I'm just gonna put like a few moments of silence for this or something. Because, dead serious, this always gets me. So, in this scene, we see Joey walking up to the stage and, you know, she's wearing her hair up she has her makeup on and she and they go miss Josephine potter and she's walking out and as she's walking on the stage dawson just stares at her in pure amazement this is what makes me uncomfortable because if you can look at her like that when she's wearing makeup why why and this is what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode, and this this is why I talked about it. When you look at a girl, you should, and any guys that are hearing this, when you look at a girl, focus on her beauty and the inside. And as we see her walking and, uh, like, staring, and it kind of reminds me of the trend that's going around, um, where it was, like, I don't know what the song is, but it, it was like you put like a, like your version of yourself right now and then you put your kid in the v- VCS, v- VHS, and I find that funny because that's totally what I could do with this right now. And I like this because we see scene 8 of Pacey, and we see Pacey walking behind Jen who is staring at all of this and seeing how, joey is just walking and dawson is suddenly amazed by her and Pacey says could it be that cinderella cinderella's fairy godmother did did a job a little too well and this this is why i love pacy and because Pacey knew from the very beginning that joey this was not joey and we always focus on i remember everything say because He looks at her bracelet and says, this is you. Like, the earrings are not you. And I feel like that's the point that I was making earlier with the makeup. Because a guy should look at you and really look at you. A guy should look at you and be like, wow, you look fabulous on the inside. When I focus on a guy, maybe it's just me. Like, first time I watched Joshua Jackson, I'm like, "Yeah, he's not that cute. But then... I focused on the inside. I focused on what this guy was saying. What this guy was doing. How he was reacting to stuff. And that's how I fell in love with Pacey. Not gonna lie. and um, I feel like that's how I focus on any guy. Before I even get into a relationship. Because I feel like if they're too pretty. Then that's just a problem. But like, he's not that. Like, he's not too pretty. but he's like outstanding gorgeous now. But I, my friend explained to me that it's the mirror, mermaid effect. But I'm like... I could see that, but then I'm like nah I don't want this mirror effect mer- mermaid effect. And as Shelly walked up the stage, Pacey continues by saying, It looks like Prince Charming found the owner of that glass slipper. And Jen says if you had a point if you have a point I I wish you'd get to it. Pacey says, Come on, Jen. I mean it's obvious you're missing the undivided attention of our friend Dawson. Maybe feeling a little dump dumper a little dumper remorse and Jim says you're way off, alright? And Pacey says Tell me, is it the possibility of losing him to someone else that suddenly makes him so attractive? I love Pacey. Love him saying that. Like this whole scene is so like we don't talk about this scene very much, and I wish that we did <laughs> because how he how he says it, it's just like first it's Cinderella. I don't know why it's always Cinderella. Don't get me wrong with that. I like Cinderella, but like okay, and then him saying like is it the possibility? And I feel like this is he said it in another episode. I think it was episode nine. No, it was episode 10, where he was telling Dawson that, like, she's going to want you when she can't have you. And I feel like that's a good point, because when you want someone so badly, and then all of a sudden, like, they're gone, and you're like, oh, they're gone. And then all of a sudden, like, all these feelings come up, and you're like, oh, I want you. You're cute now. But then you realize why you break up with them, or why you don't like them anymore. And it's like, oh, okay i get it now (laughs) it's like um it's like so many times where like maybe someone can relate to this when you want a parent for example and you think about all the possible ways where this parent was good to you this parent was good to you at one point this parent was this and this parent was that and then all of a sudden that like your face just turns bright red and you think of Every single thing that they have said to you. That it was toxic. And you're like you know what. I'm going to take a step back. And at first it makes you feel like kind of good. That you're thinking about all the good memories. And that's why you want the back. Or you're about to text your ex-boyfriend or ex-whatever. And you look at that text. And you remember. Oh that's why I broke up with them. <laughs> and it's so like it's so silly. And Jen goes you really think I'm that shallow. And Pacey says, no, I think you're that human. Best one of Pacey would right there. And then they call him on the stage and he says, that's my turn. And then he turns around and like spins off. We then see scene nine of Pacey. And we see Pacey doing his interview on stage and He says, I just like to to tell my kids that you don't have to be the most handsomest guy. You don't have to be the most intelligent guy. You don't even have to be the biggest football stud to be a a damn fine Miss Wynn jammer. I love how he says fine. And then the audience laughed because Pacey's funny. And then the next question goes. And he said, I would like to tell the world's leader that society chooses a world of... Death over the pessimists of life can possibly succeed to be dropped. And if that didn't work, I'd just tell them I have a dirty photo fo- of them, yeah? And then everyone laughs again. Then we see Pacey walking over to the judge's table, which aka Mrs. Leary's there, and we see them like Pacey going, So, Mrs. Leary, how I'm doing? And then Mrs. Leary says, Pacey, I gotta tell you, you're funny, you're charming, the audience loves you. And Pacey uh, seriously, and Gail says, May not have them have a cha- s- snowball chance in hell of winning, but you're definitely keeping me from falling asleep. I thought how she said snowball chance. I had to double check on that one because I'm like, Is She really said that. <laughs> and Pacey says, I'm not even in the running. And Gail says, Pacey, you know, these people would rather see the club go down in flames before they actually, actually crown the man miss Winter jammer which this goes along with what i was saying earlier with the fact that pacey was doing this for getting at people saying here i am i'm a guy this is what i'm doing sue me and pacey says yeah but for me to be written off is completely unfair and gail says honey there and beauty pageants aren't exactly similes and this goes back to what Joey was saying in the beginning of the episode where she was talking about what a beauty pageant is for this community and it kind of made me think about this when I was, it was kind of like, um, no one take me too seriously when I say this, it's kind of like when people separate a different race from someone else. And I feel like with this, it's kind of like that. Because they're separating genders from different ways. And like Joey said from the very beginning, it's sexist, it's ageist, it's whatever. And I feel like when you put these girls up in front of everybody and you're supposed to be la di da da dressed up formal. I'm like, are we living in the 1950s or something? Like, or 1940s or whatever? 19. 19- 1910s because that's not how life is supposed to go like that is not how life is supposed to be like we're supposed to be living our life to live our life and you know this month is pride month and a lot of people take a lot of pride in that and I just realized that people can be whoever they want to be and people like put labels on other people like oh they're gay therefore they have a lot of opinions and sometimes people don't even mention that they're gay or there are people that go oh she's a christian therefore she's judgmental or oh she's this so therefore she's judgmental and i feel like we put so many labels on different types of people that when it comes down to what Pacey is talking about where he says they just write me off is completely unfair and i feel like we shouldn't put like this is where the labels come in and you know i have this big saying in titles like i really 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 hate titles i hate the word boyfriend i hate the word girlfriend a lot of the times because we put ourselves in these bubbles where we put ourselves where the boyfriend is going to be the love of our life therefore we can't move on because we're dating this guy when the truth is you can find someone else and he could be better and then you could move on from someone else and it goes back to what joey was saying earlier with how she was saying like where do I see myself in the next five years? I don't know. And the truth is, like, people move on. People move. People die. Like, things happen. And I love her saying that because it's, like, when we all go through so much, we don't know what's going to happen. We plan our lives. We try to make calendars. We try to plan, our out, plan it out, like, one at a time. And the truth is, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, I can't tell you what's going to happen in the next two weeks. I don't know what's going to happen in the next three And that's the fun part about, like, life, is you just move on with it. And my point in this part was, with Pacey not knowing what was fair and what was fair, the truth is, life isn't fair. And I think that's the whole moral of the story in this episode, really, is that life is just completely going to be unfair. But the truth is, how you put your life into perspective and how you go along with it, that's how you're going to live your life. Scene 11 of Joey. We see Joey singing, On My Own. And I'm just going to read the words really fast, and then I'm going to put the song up there so you guys can listen along with it. And she says, On my own, pretending he's beside me, all alone, I walk with him till morning. Without him, I feel his arms, wrap, his arms around me. And when I lost my way, I closed my eyes, and he found me. In the rain, the pavement shines like silver. All the lights are misty in the river that in the darkness the trees are full of sun and starlight and all i see is him and me forever and ever and i know it's it's only me in my mind that i that i'm talking to myself and not to him and although i know he is blind and still i say there is no there is a way for us i love him but when the night is rip- is over he's gone the river is just a river without him the world is around me changes the tree branches are bare and everything the streets are full of strangers i love him but every day i'm learning all my life i've been pretending without him his world will will go up turning the world is full happiness that i have never known i love him i love him i love him but only on my own And I realized that I would get copyright if I actually played this on YouTube. So I'm not going to play this on YouTube. However, I'm going to play Pacey's scene next. But I feel like there's so many things about this scene that just stand out to me. And the truth about this is I like the part where it says, All the lights are misty in the river. In the darkness the trees are full of starlight and all I see him is me forever and ever. And I know it's only in my mind. And it goes back to what Dawson was saying about her earlier. He thought of her as a sister. He didn't think of her anything else else. And all of a sudden we see Dawson staring at Joey throughout this whole entire scene, looking at her and Jen knows it's about Dawson. Like that's the thing. Jen knows fully who it's about. And I feel like when you put those two things together, it's not going to be perfect. Like, I feel like, and this brought it back, like, it brings so many emotions to the table about Joey and this scene. Because it shows that, like, Jelly knows that she's alone. Joey knows how he, he's probably always going to feel like this. Like, eventually there's going to be so many things that are happening with her. But it just proves that you never know what's going to happen with life until you put yourself out there and I feel like Joey was trying to put so many hints to Dawson. And I'm like, Dawson, how do you not see this buddy? Like, do you not see her trying to go after you? Like, do you, are, are you that blind? And this is what I'm talking about with the blind part. Because uh, she says, I know that he is, and although I know that he is blind, still I said there is a way for us. And i love this part because i think this part this one was one of the things that really got my attention about actually there was another thing that got my attention in this episode about joey and one of the things that really grabbed my attention about her in this was how she present herself in this like it wasn't that she was like shy about it or anything like she was generally kind of like She was confident in her singing a little bit, but she was scared because in the beginning, Jen and Joey walk around and Joey was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And when she got out there, she was all nervous, but then she put herself in that situation where she went, okay, like, here I am. This is what I'm going to do. And I like this because it shows how Joey is feeling about Dawson how Dawson may see her as someone else right now. But at the end of the day, he is blind. Like, it's only in her mind. And in season one. And I feel like that's something that really grabs my attention. Because, like, she knows that he only sees her as the girl with the half braid. And the knee scraped and with band-aids. And I feel like that was such a good analysis of the whole, like thing that really grabs your attention then we see scene 10 of pacey we then see dawson getting pacey and pacey drops all his cards as dawson walks in and he's he's like pacey you're on and then pacey drops it on and goes damn it and then dawson's saying that he's doing great and pacey says i need to know something dawson when I asked you if doing this was stupid, and you made me believe that there was a point. Did you actually ever believe that I had a chance of winning this thing? And Pacey and Dawson says, "Come on, Pacey," and Pacey says, "That's exactly what I. That's what I thought. Just another thing for the kids to laugh at um, about on Monday morning at school. And who am I to disappoint, right? That's so sad. That is so sad." <laughs> I, um, I watched this interview of Joshua Jackson, and he had this, he has blonde hair. It was funny to me, because when I was watching this, I'm like, oh, like, I've seen this all day long, because I've been doing this. Because I've been doing this outline. Because outline only took me a little bit, but, since I knew about, like, I was going to do this episode, and I was going to do this podcast. And it really hit me that how much Pacey was hurt in this moment. Like his best friend believed in him, but he he didn't take that chance and say, "Hey, like I may mess up in this, but it's gonna be okay eventually." Okay, like he said, "Like, did you have a chan- Like, did you have any possibility of me thinking I was gonna win those? Because I know that you probably didn't." And instead of like Dawson saying, "Yeah, I believed you," he said, "Come on, Pacey." And that was the moment that Pacey realized my best friend does not believe in me. Not one bit. And Dawson asks, wait, are you going to do something? St- You're not going to do anything stupid, are you? And Pacey says, those people suck. How can I possibly leave here without thinking that without them thinking that they know the fact? I mean, I'm going down. I have nothing to lose. And as Pacey says, As Dawson says, wait a minute, Pacey puts on his hat and says, excuse me, Dawson, I got a show to do. Dun, 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 and I think we all know how this is going to go, you guys. Because I'll tell you how it's going to go. Or I'll show you in this part. So, put on your listening ears for Pacey Witter because Emily is not going to say all this because Pacey just does it better. Here you go. I am Pacey Witter. Pacey Witter's seven feet tall. So they say. So they say. And they say that this Pacey Witter is a dangerous man who slaughters Capeside residents by the dozens with jokes and buffoonery. And if he were here, he would destroy those who would judge him with sparks from his eyes and wit from his ass. <laughs> well, I am Pacey Witter. But who of you are in the position to judge me? Is it you, sir? And what sort of human being tolerates being judged? Well, judgment stops today, because that which calls me, deems to own me. And I am willing to trade the trappings of my dysfunctional life for one chance, just one chance, to stand in front of my fellow countrymen and tell them that you may take my life, but you will never take my freedom! Thank you and good night. Scene 12 of Joey. We then hear Hannah say, she won't win, but if she does, it's because she's a total charity case. And then another girl goes, what do you mean? And Hannah says, oh my god, check it out. She lives in a trailer with her sister, who, was, who just had an indigent a, a baby with her black boyfriend. And Jelly Hurts tries to turn around and leave, but Dawson then stops her. And Joey said, Dawson, don't get me to go back out there. God, I mean, setting myself up there is just it's just such an idiot. And then Dawson says, Joey, listen to me. Look, you were phenomenal out there. Don't let these inbred idiots get you down. If you be if you leave now, you're never gonna forgive yourself. And Joey says Look, I don't believe, I don't belong here, Dawson. I mean, look at me. I know, I mean, I. how could I have stoked this glow for money? I might as well have sold myself on a street corner. <laughs> Joey. And then Dawson says, Joey, do you realize you could win this thing? Why don't you, why do you think they're slamming you? They're terrified of you. They know that you can beat them. And Joey says, I don't want their money. Dawson, I I don't want anything from these people it makes me and Dawson interrupts by saying I don't think it's about money anymore Joey I know you're we're not speaking right now okay okay (laughs) Dawson that's okay and he continues this thing but if we were I would tell my best friend who has never who has always been afraid to get up in front of class for show and tell how incredibly proud I am of her. How I think she has the more guts and talent and strength and characters. Than Hannah, winning Vol- in the world, world would put together. And this is what I'm talking about. Putting these two as individuals. Pacey and Joey. Because when you put these two together at the moment. Let's just add them all together. First, Pacey and Hannah. Pacey and Hannah like... They are putting each other like in the very moment that we saw them, Hannah automatically went up to him and he, she was like, "Pacey, what are like you, you working on something like this?" And da da and When she found out that he was actually in the pageant show and he was that guy, she was like all into it. And instead of Pacey letting it bring her down like Jevly was he automatically got back up, and he said, you know what? Screw these people. I'm going to do what I want to do, and honestly, this is why I like Pace's confidence in anything, because that's how he is towards life in any way, except that one time with Joey, where he thought he was going to lose her, and instead of being afraid and saying, you know what? These people are right. Like, I'm a guy. Why the heck am I doing this? He said, you know what? Like, I am a guy, but I am proud. Like, I'm gonna do what I want to do and you know what if people get mad at me later screw them like and even like dog pacey said these people those people suck how could I possibly leave here without letting them know that well known fact and he put he put the blue paint all over his face he went out there and he did what he thought was right like this was him thinking that this was right Meanwhile, there's Joey over here, and Joey is a very, like, she says whatever crops on her mind sometimes, but then other times she's a lot of me where you just stay quiet, and it was kind of like what I was talking about earlier with the whole, like, if you're a different, like, if you like someone else, if you are gay, if you are a Christian, if you are whatever, you put all these titles on yourself, and you just expect people to know what's happening. But if you expect people to know what's happening, then you just gonna end up getting hurt and people will leave and people will like hurt you so many times. And it's just like, there is no purpose in setting yourself up for failure. But if you set yourself up for failure and you move away, great. If you set yourself up for failure and you die in the next year, even better. If you set yourself up for failure and you actually succeed, that's the best possible way that you could ever do. It's kind of like when you start an Instagram or TikTok or whatever nowadays. Because everyone relates everything to social media. And you put yourself out there and you're terrified. Like me putting myself out there by talking. And it's just like you're going to set yourself up for failure automatically. Because you have no one there. You have zero likes. You have zero followers. You have zero like, followings most likely. You have zero posts. And... You probably don't have a profile picture automatically. You have to figure out a name for it. Like, there are so many things. And you know what? That's the best part about social media. Is you get that moment of being like, here I am. And you learn from your mistakes. And I think so many people set themselves up for failure automatically, like Joey did. And just expect themselves to fail. And the truth is, why? Why do we do this? And it's like when you're taking a... Like I had to take my drivers test. <laughs> I didn't take my permit a few weeks ago. I don't know if any how many people remember this. And I jokingly said like I failed my permit. And my aunt told me to said this, like just because you failed you learn from the experience. And I don't know why that suddenly just clicked in my mind and that's how I see life right now. Is if you fail doesn't mean anything. You just get back up like pacey Paint paint yourself. Do whatever crap you need to do, and I think it's honestly really cool to see people like that. I wish I had that confidence. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just fail. Then we see scene thirteen of Joey, and then the speaker said, "For the for your final question, Miss Potter, please tell us what words of advice you would bestow upon your today's youth." And this is why uh, Joe is my joys, the valedictorian on her graduation. She said, I would like to tell today's youth, no matter where life takes you, big cities, small towns, you'll, event- you'll evidently come across small minds." And she looks at Hannah, who is watching her, and she automatically knows that she's talking about her. People who think that they're better than you are. People who think that material things, or being popular, or being pretty automatically make you a worth make you worth while being human being. I like to tell you tell today's youth that none of these things matter unless you have the strength, character, and and dignity, sense of pride and if you are lucky enough to have one of these things, don't ever sell them. Don't ever sell out. So when you meet a person for the first time, don't judge them by the station of life because who knows that person might end up being your best friend. And then looks at Dawson and says thank you. I actually like this scene because I feel like there's so many things that... Like, it was such a small scene. But I'm telling you, small scenes, small mice, they go a big way. And I feel like this is where Dawson and Joey are best friends. Because they look out for each other. And Hannah... I don't think if it wasn't for Dawson in this moment. Hannah would have got the best out of Joey. And Hannah probably would have let Joey just leave. And I don't know if Joey would ever stand up for herself. Especially like. Because Joey's very sensitive towards gossip. And there's a lot of moments where people are like. Why didn't Joey just stand up for herself in this moment? Why didn't you? Because like how many times have Joey started off with dissonance in in season 1? Well, I'm like Tom gossip and la dee da with my black boy, with my sister's black boyfriend, or my dad in jail, or my mom's dead, and all this different kind of stuff. Of course, people are gonna talk about you. And first of all, she didn't live in a trailer. She lived in a house, at least I think. And I, I just get mad about that part. But like, people are going to hurt you, and this, this just proves so much. I, I heard this. Um, I think it was. Yeah, it's don't judge a book by its cover, but don't judge a person until you walked in their shoes. And I'm pretty sure that's from don't, How to Kill a Mockingbird. Don't quote me on that. But I think that was a good scene because it really kind of showed that, like, don't, don't judge a person because you don't know them. And that's very well known and talked about nowadays, especially because people are going through... Who they like, or who they don't like, or what body is changing, or how they're dealing with stuff. And I feel like that's really how it's like in this world. Or if you're wearing a mask, or if you're not wearing a mask. And there's so many things that are just said in this world. And why should you judge people? What, What do you get out of it? I listened to a TikTok this morning, and it was like, it's so sad that people will call their best friends ugly names just as a joke and it's like what is the purpose in that and I feel like that's how life is like this is our society like that's how my life that's the generation I'm growing up with and it's kind of sad because I know there's going to be so many good generations later in life but like I feel like I'm at the stage with my life right now where I don't connect with an older generation but I don't connect with my generation or younger generation so I'm kind of in between so That's just part of life, and it's just proof, like, it's like when you listen to a podcast for the first time, and you automatically judge the person's voice, or you judge what they're talking about, but, like, you have to give it a few tries, you know what I mean? (laughs) Then see scene 14. And Billy then says, and now for the exciting moment, we've all been waiting for a runner-up and two tickets to the real is every, any Tuesday is Miss Hannah White And she got second runner-up. Like, I'm happy. Unha- and Hannah's just so unhappy to accept a reward. But that, that girl deserved it. Like, I, it's so sad that Pacey's not even there. Like, I know why he's not there. Because the blue face all over his, like, a nuts scene right there. I wonder what his dad had to say in that. I'm pretty sure that. That really probably did piss them off, and then she, the lady, says, "Congratulations to our first runner-up, and the winner of our free day of the beauty at Betty's Hair Barn is Miss Josephine Potter." And clap, 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 clap Jen. And Jen and Dawson are happy for her, and I, I like that. Even the cameraman's happy for her. <laughs> and then I like how Joey win like second runner up i think that was personally my favorite but i also liked how like it showed that hannah could lose and i think that's a good life lesson to have like not everything is that you're gonna win and i feel like honestly more people need to know that and then the miss jam winner is the Rebecca like the girl who played the piano and I just I liked her I was hoping she would win the first time and then all the girls walk off the stage and Dawson goes up to her and Joey just flashes her prize and then leaves and then later we see Gail and Dawson walking with her and this is scene 15 of Joey aka the last kind of the last scene of Joey and Gail says Joey honey you were... Truly, since since were TONIGHT, you know I voted for you, you should be very proud. And Joey said, I am. And Gail says, You kids need a ride home? And Dawson says, No, we'll walk. And Gail says, Okay, good night. And Dawson says, Good night. And they all say, Good night. And they <laughs> and then Dawson says, This is the first time. That I have been completely speechless. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that just made me laugh. Because. Basie was more speechless than you the first time. And. Dawson goes. What's happening Joey? <laughs> sorry. Oh, this is just so funny. I don't. I don't know. And somewhere in between he puts the coat on her. And I thought that was sweet. I'm like. Good, good for you, Dawson, but Dawson said uh, and they start <laughs> and they start walking, and Dawson takes Joey's hand, and Jen at that time was walking over, and both of them sit Jen and well Dawson and Joey sit on the bench, and Dawson says, "I looked at you tonight, and I and I." It, it was like you came completely out of your shell. There was like this total newfound confidence that seemed to burst from you. And I know this must have taken a night. And God, look at you. And Joey laughs nervously. And he said it's like transformed into this. this Joey says, God, I mean, I'm sitting with my best friend in the whole in the in the whole world, and my palms are splitting. I had known you forever, but I feel like I've been seeing you for the first time tonight. And then he could tell something was wrong because he went, Joey, what's wrong? I'll tell you what's wrong, Dawson. You called her a sister earlier, and now you're like, you're a beautiful Joey. I said, Dawson, you want to know what's wrong? Like, you really want to know what's wrong? Um, it's you. And. She goes, I don't know Dawson, there's something that's just not right about this. And Dawson says, Joey, I thought this was what you wanted, I mean. And Joey says, well, I was wrong. I mean, dressing up, playing the princess, you and I both know this isn't me. And Dawson says, of course. And by then they're like kind of standing up and Joey says, I thought this was what I wanted, you to see me as beautiful, for you to see me the way that I you look at jen but the truth is i don't want that dawson at all i don't want that at all dawson i want you to look at me and see the person you've known and realize you have you that we have something much more incredible than passing physical attraction because you know what dawson And then I love this scene so much. I recorded this on TikTok one time. And I posted it on TikTok. Nobody liked it. I got one like. And she says, this is just lipstick. And then wipes it off. And she says, and this is just hairspray. And then takes her hair down. And she says, tomorrow, I'm going to wake up. And I'm going to be Joey. Just Joey. The two tall girl from the wrong side of the creek. Yes! pop off, Joey, I love you, I love how she just takes her hair down, and everything like that, like, she is like, this is me, and if you can't accept it, bye-bye, boy. I wish, I wished that's what she said, and Dawson goes, Joey, this is all new, we should talk about it, no matter what happens, we should go back, we, we can't go back to things the way on, weren't you just calling her your sister, like, Wow. Like that makes me so mad. I'm like, um, Dawson, shush, shush, and, da- and Joey goes, Dawson, you had a lifetime to process your feelings for me, and I can't spend my my life hoping that you might throw a general general grant, glance in my direction. All the tall teens' romance when every gentlemanly rolls around. Yes, Queen. Oh, you got it. Okay, I sound like a Gen Z right now. Anyway, Dawson says, "Joey, don't walk away from this." <laughs> don't walk away from this? You don't grab. You don't grab her hand and like kiss her at that moment. You say, "Don't walk away from this." That's that's all you say, Dawson. That's 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 literally all you say. It's literally all you say. Huh? What is freaking goddess is in front of you? I'm I'm not gonna say queen anymore. I'm just gonna call everyone goddess. That's not gonna be a problem. actually I shouldn't because I would look wrong at a church if I just went. You freaking goddess! Because okay, so all my like generations say queen, and so I'm used to saying queen. But I'm like, nope, nope. Joey's a goddess in this moment. She's and Joey says I have to Dawson, and da- and Joey leaves Dawson, who looks completely confused in this moment oh my goodness do i have a lot to say in this and i can't oh okay so joey in this moment she she's literally what i've been saying this whole entire episode because if a guy can't treat you the way that he treats you without makeup without hairspray without anything on crap if you're not taking a shower for a week and if he can't look at you and be like oh my goodness you are still stunning well maybe smelly but stunning I still want you. Like that's how a guy should treat you like. He should treat you like someone who who you generally know. And I love the part where she says, um I like the part where she goes, I thought this was what I wanted. I thought this is what I wanted. Used to see me as beautiful beautiful for you to look at me the way that you look at Jen. And then she goes on to say, I like the part where she goes, Dawson, you had a lifetime of process your feelings for me. And I can't spend the rest of my life hoping that you would go with the general grants. And I think this kind of shows where Pacey's involved. And I have to, I have to say this. Because Pacey, meanwhile, remember how he said something about Cinderella. And this goes back to I Remember Everything episode. Because the truth is, Pacey always saw her as someone who generally did, he did look at her. And he did see her as this. And he was like, this is not her. Like, this is not who she is. And Joey says, I want you to look at me and see the person you always known and realize that this is, this is her this thing that we have going on is more incredible than anything and the reason why i like that part is that it shows that joey knew from the very beginning that dawson may not see her like this dawson is dawson and you know i think that's the part about that's so hard about boys and girls is that we separate these feelings or girls and girls or boys and boys whoever you like and we separate these feelings from each other and we're like hi hi my name's Emily, don't break my heart. If you break my heart, then it's going to be bad. And then we think that they like us, and then they go like that. And I think, like, some people, like, do it, like, to the other person. We do it to that person, or we just do it like that, like, together. And I feel like there's a moment in our lives where it's so hard to understand why that person does the things that they do. And if we just continue waiting and waiting and waiting, like da- like Joey and Dawson, then we're gonna be waiting literally a lifetime for each other, and they're just gonna make another show out of it. And I I feel like with Joey and Casey, they waited and waited and waited three seasons, four seasons, however many, six seasons at that point. But the truth is, at the end of the day, it just kept coming back to each other, and. Pacey always knew from the very beginning who Joey was. And he saw her as beautiful. And you can tell, like, even though she was wearing makeup and hairspray and all this, from episode 10, he already kissed the girl. Like, you could tell that he had some type of feelings for her. And he knew from, like, we saw in episode 7 where Pacey was like, Hey, like, I know that you like Dawson. And so I'm gonna dare you to kiss him. And... It goes back to earlier where Pacey was like, you want her, you don't want her, but you don't want any, like, you don't want her, and you don't want anyone else to have her. It just, like, those kind of moments are reasons why I feel like Pacey was always the one from season one. Because it just shows, like, the more that you watch, the more that it comes up where... Joey and Dawson just don't match together. Because Joey and Dawson don't tell each other something. Joey and Dawson. And I feel like even though Pacey and Joey did lie to each other. Like a lot. Like it was easy for each other to lie. Dawson kissed Jen when Joey and him were together. But I never saw Joey kiss Dawson when they were together. Like I got mad that Joey kissed Dawson. Like dawson at the end of season four but the truth is like if you put those two things together it just makes me mad because oh my goodness i'm gonna be freaking out in season two when that happens because i cannot tell you enough how mad that makes me and it's proof that like no matter what there's always gonna be a dawson and there's always gonna be a pacey well i have to choose between the two probably not at the same time but it's just how life is, and I think that's so sad that we have to, like, put ourselves in a situation where it's like, Oh, hi, my name's, like, you meet this guy, and it's like, Oh, hi, my name's Dawson, like, Like, I like you, but I view you as a sister right now, and then there's Pacey, who's like, This is not you, <laughs> like, I already know that, and I generally think that's the whole purpose of the scene, and I think that's what makes it so beautiful. We then see Pacey, we didn't see the last scene of Pacey. We then see Pacey walking up to Hannah, and he, they're on the bench, and he says, hey, how's it going? And Hannah goes, time to gloat? And Pacey says, no, I had more experience to be a loser, and I thought that you might want some pointers in seeing this is your first time. And Hannah goes, first time? My brother Matt is on the national tennis team. Caroline's a pa- pediatrician. And Jennifer's of a, a foreign content con- con- on CNN. And me, I can't even win a stupid small town beauty pageant. And Pacey said, it's not like you need the money. Me, on the other hand, I'm stuck living at home. Probably for the rest of my life with a bunch of people who don't even went on my mankind. And Hannah says, well... Aren't we a couple of black sheeps? By the way, that wasn't really a baller thing. That was really a baller thing you did out there tonight. And. Pacey says, thank you. Oh, what I could have done to get. to go away for school and. and be someone else for a while. And Hannah then says, at all. And this is where you should not charge someone by the book of their cut. Like. And what they look like or how they act. And she said, I've been, to- I've been, I had a total of 23 days at home this year. My last so- school break, I came to an empty house. It seemed my my school break created a scheduling conflict in my parents' social calendar. And Pacey says, You're kidding. And I hate this scene. Hannah goes, Roger will probably spend more time in that place than I will. And Pacey goes, who's Roger? And Hannah goes, the dog. And Pacey starts laughing and he goes, alright. I like this scene so much because it kind of shows how much Pacey can charm people when you first meet him. And I wish I I wish I could meet someone. I wish I was a PC. Like, can I be you? Like, I know you have a sucky home life. But can I take that confidence that you have sometimes? And just build it up in my life besides the failure part? Like, I get that you think you're a failure. And, whew. You guys. That was the last scene of PC. But this is the last scene altogether. We then see Joey in her bedroom. And we here on my own and remember that song on my own ten beside me i can't sing because i've been talking for two out uh, four hours kind of and she's pulling up her hair so just imagine joey in the mirror pulling up her hair da 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 and then it cuts to Dawson's smiling too. And that's the end of the scene. But I, I just want to read the lyrics one more time for this. And then I will. Like I just cannot get over this song. <laughs> and, like Katie Holmes actually has a good voice. Like I don't know if that's just me. Like it's kind of good but kind of at the same time not that good. It says on my own pretending he's beside me. All alone I walk with him till morning without him i feel his arms around me and when i lose my ways i close my eyes and he has found me in the rain the pavement shines like silver all the nights are misty in the river in the darkness the trees are straight are full of starlight and all i see is him and me forever and ever and I know it's only in my mind, and I'm talking to myself and not him. And although though I know he is blind, still I know there is a way for us. I love him, but when the night is over, he's gone, the river's just gone. Without him, the world around me changes. The trees are bare every, everywhere, and the streets are full of strangers. I love him, but every day I'm learning. All my life I've been pretending. Without him, his world will will go up, turning. The world is full of happiness, but i never known. I love him. I love him. But I'm on my own. And that just describes Pacey. Oh, that just describes Dawson and Joey's relationship right there. Like, good job, Joey. You just figured out what your life is gonna be like for the next five seasons. <laughs> I'm joking. Kind of. Not really. <laughs> And that is the end for this episode. I hope that you guys like it. If you do like it, please share, give it a thumbs up if you're on YouTube. Remember to subscribe on YouTube. If you have not followed my Instagrams, definitely go follow it. One is called Witter and Potter, the next one is called Pacy Witter Episodes. It's just cute little edits here and there. And then I have a newsletter. If you want to subscribe to that, i give you guys updates and especially stay tuned if you are going to go join that newsletter because for the next few weeks, I don't know how active I am going to be, so definitely I'll keep you guys updated there. So that's one of the reasons why. And lastly, I want to say thank you for listening all the way through. I really do appreciate it. I hope that it kind of gives you guys some peace of mind. this is too long for you guys but i have no regrets and thank you guys for being my dawson creek fan or aka jason creek fans so i'll talk to you guys next week have a good week and